0: what up high flyers what up high fivers december's a wrap and guess what 2023 2023 is also a wrap however the tape is still a rolling here in the hot action here in the midwest wrestling scene and as always your boy high five tom is here to tell you all about it Uh, Now, real quick, before I get into the promos and everything this week, I just do want to uh, mention a couple things. Uh, There will be some uh, changes going down in the coming weeks, and by changes, really, I mean more improvements. There will be some additional content, uh, hopefully some more promotions, and uh, also some things going on in the background here. So just make sure you stay tuned uh, for all that. But speaking of additional content, uh, doing something a little different here this week. Like I said, I normally do the promos first. Uh, But uh, there's a big show going on this weekend, uh, the Windy City Classic number 18 Uh, is going down at the Berwyn Eagles Club, and I had my very good friend, uh, Mr. Trent Sabiri, on the AAW team uh, to come on uh, to tell everyone about that, so I'm going to throw it on here real quick. I'm going to throw to that great conversation I had with Trent, but please do stay tuned afterwards. I'll have some additional promos uh, for other promotions going on um, throughout the area, including AAW, but enjoy this amazing conversation that I had with Trent, and I'll see everybody on the other side. One, all right, and like I said a little bit earlier in a promo, I've got my very good friend here, uh, Mr. Trent Sabiri, to go over probably, well, I shouldn't say probably my favorite show of the year, um, the AAW uh, Pro Windy City Classic. And uh, Trent, how are you this evening, my friend?
1: I'm good, buddy. How are you doing? Good to have, uh, good to be back. I am, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned that though, like everyone has their own favorite of the year, right? Like it's uh, like yours is this one. You know, the Windy City Classic. Some people love the tournament. No. Uh, some people like uh, Destination Chicago. You know, it's the big wrestling weekend. Uh, everybody's got their own little favorite. It's it's strange. Like I never really thought about it, but I was like thinking about what mine was. I used to love the tournament when it was a two day. I like the two day aspect of the tournament. We only did it one day this year, but um, Epic was always a big one because it's the anniversary show. That's yeah. you know that's that's the um, and that's coming up too. That's going to be twenty years uh next year you know 2024 coming up here um but everybody's got their own map for me I'll tell you what my um i love uh i have them on my walls like i have my favorite shows on my wall take no prisoners is mm-hmm. my is one. it's a special show to me usually that's every may but take no prisoners was a f- special show because it's the first show i got to produce which was really nice so i love that one that's always going to be a special one to me for some reason always take no prisoners was cool because it. Was like the kickoff to the summer because it was mm-hmm. always usually in May, and it'd be it'd be like late May, we'd do that, and it's like okay, cool, we got the summertime coming up and now. It's going to be rock and roll, so that was, yeah. I guess everybody does have their own favorite, which is really weird.
0: Yeah, and like I mean, technically it was my second show live, but it was my first show, like the first AAW show. I mean, I knew AAW was, I wasn't really following it, but so I went to the Winter Classic 2018. That was Callahan and Brody
1: in the cage. Oh my um, God, what a what a memory that one was. Yeah, but that, that was...
0: was cool. uh, and I still feel be- bad because I was, I was a Callahan fan and I was being kind of a prick to Rhoda King and find out the dude had a wired jaw, you know, his jaw was wired shut, the, you know, for the match.
1: His jaw was uh, wired I mean, it, it was... Uh, if you watch closely, you see him wincing and he can't really scream in pain. He's wincing. Because, you know I mean? like, uh, you know, like, oh, man, that was, that was intense. Brody was cool. He was a short-lived, short champion for us. Well, didn't have him for long, Um 'Cause he ended up getting signed away uh pretty soon after that. But I'm glad we got to have him early early on and kind of showcase Brody King, uh, because he, you know, became a really compelling figure later on. I mean, now he's he's pretty yeah. you know, he's um he's definitely more to grow. He's still a young guy. There's still a lot to go with him. But I'm glad we had him. Like he's on the book. I, I always I always mark out myself when I'm like, you know, we had uh so and so as a champion. Years before anybody even knew who they were, kind of thing, you know, and yeah, it's kind of cool because it shows that we saw it in them. Like MJF is a big one; that's one that we're super proud of, you know. MJF is somebody we showcased early in his career. Yeah, I mean, early, early. Uh, you know, he's a he's a Heritage champion for us, and we had him in some awesome feuds. Got to do some great promos early. He got to cut his teeth, and I always love it that Max, he always he always mentions us favorably too, which I which I always uh, appreciate from because he always like. We'll make sure to mention that AAW took, you know, invested in him, gave him a chance, give him a platform to to cut his teeth, and you know, so stuff like that's why I tell people, man, go to the indies. You don't, you have no idea who's going to be the next guy. Yeah. If you told, if you told me in two thousand what five or six when I first saw Seth Rollins, Tyler Black, and the Berwyn <laughs> Eagles Club, if you told me that that's the guy that's going to be headlining WrestleMania and be one of the top, you know, three people in WWE today. I wouldn't have believed you. It's like you don't, you don't know. Yeah, it it's just, not the world. It's not the world, right? He's one of the, he's one of the top guys to put him to do it in this gen of this generation. You know, so I'm like, man, you don't know. It could be the guy you least expect to be the big star, but man, it it turns out that way, and it's pretty awesome. So yeah,
0: for sure. And there's, a, I mean, obviously we'll get to it as we go over. There's definitely a couple names on that we're going to go over today that could definitely be, I personally think, could be on that list. Sure. Dude. Uh, you know, for sure, so uh, What's the, um but yeah, listen Just basically, just real quick, so yeah, it was just in my it was, Yeah, the, it was when you said it was 2018 So I think it was 15, I think it was the first time I was following AAW. So I was kind of knew what was going on You know, at the yeah. starting lines, and Brody Was one of my personal favorites, because yeah, I know, up with Jimmy Jacobs, and I love Jimmy Jacobs, so
1: Yeah, dude, I, um, Jimmy Jacobs Is, is another one who's a very big You know, part of the AEW history, too So I I like uh I like the Jimmy Jacobs run that we had with him. He's doing his own thing now on the creative side of things, but he's uh he's, he's he was it we had a good run. I, I Jimmy Jimmy Jacobs is one that I think his indie career gets overlooked sometimes, but yeah. man, he's uh he's fun to watch, man. And Jimmy was cool. Was yeah,
0: I, I love him listed in our uh, in our Ring of Honor world right now. The decade just started with him and BJ Whitmer and Eddie Strong, so I'm very right. happy for 2014. But um, we should probably talk about the present. You know, I like to go sidetrack here. But uh, what's mm-hmm. the first match here we got for Trent?
1: for the Windy City Classic, man, yeah. we got uh, we got some good. We got some big ones announced, man. Let's. Um, you have. Do you want to go in order? Any, any particular order? Or do you want sure. to? Uh...
0: Yeah, the yeah, the first one I've got here is, is Manders versus Kelvin Tankman.
1: Everybody, when we posted that one, the common uh, comment I should say what I, that I saw was, it, "This is going to steal the show." I'll put. I'll. I'll even tell you right now. In our own like production group chat, when that got announced, like the guys didn't know, like because not not everybody on the on the production side knows what the booking team's doing. When that one got announced, um, a lot of our production guys were like, "Holy shit, that's the show stealer right there!" Because everybody, it's just it's just two you know giant men who are gonna just kill each other, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. But man, I um, I don't know if they ever worked together before. I don't if I'm misremembering offhand. Please, someone correct me, but. Um, uh, that's gonna be fun. It's good fun to watch. It's a featured contest at this point.
0: Yeah, for sure. And obviously, you know Manders. I mean, he's been playing this on the road gimmick, and he's been hitting the roads because it's been before the Lyman. It's been a while since Manders been at AAW, so it's good to have him back. So,
1: yeah the the it, it was cool. I, I I love seeing Manders at AAW because to me, dude, he's such a part of the company. And I I know he's been busy, and he's things weren't lining up. We didn't have him really worked into a major program, so. But you know he came back strong against Masha. That was pretty cool. But to me, there's certain guys who I just—they're part of that new crop that really helped us build A.W. Especially from the pandemic time mm-hmm. when things were really wacky and we didn't know what's going on. Manders is a big part of that man. To me, Steve Manders is a is a huge part of of helping stabilize A.W. from a talent perspective after a very rocky time for the industry. So that was uh I love seeing him there but the shows are better when he's there and tankman man I'm gonna say this about tankman people sleep on tankman's promo ability he yeah. doesn't get promo time anywhere I, I mean I, I started putting the camera in his face as much as I could because I think he's a fantastic promo that dude can talk yeah I work is one thing he's a big dude he he's, can kill you but man that dude can talk and he is a compelling promo just keep an eye and I told him I said man I know he could talk that's great and he's like no he gives me a chance I mm-hmm. think mlw MLW does every now and then but they're not you know they don't do there's not a lot of content with MLw it's not like they're pumping stuff out every every week or whatever it is but uh whatever I can put out if I can put a camera in front of the guy he's I think he's worth doing man that guy can talk keep an eye on his promos
0: yeah for sure and uh and and, and not to um butter up or anything else said I just I always enjoyed your promo style and just listening i've been very fortunate you to kind of share you know some of your i don't want to say secrets but some of the things you've done to help people and stuff like that so i always greatly appreciate that so your your promos are always top notch and i'm not just saying that because
1: i appreciate on
0: my computer that. screen so
1: thanks <laughs> thanks man no i, I tried different styles, and i was really humbled to see recently that uh a couple of guys at other companies were were talking about it because i got approached about it and people were saying hey these guys really have a lot of good stuff to say about your promos that you help them with and the way you shoot them and stuff like that. And I, listen to me, man, that's what bigger award can I ask for? You know, to me, I was, I was humbled to hear that uh, I took basically all my influences of what I like to see as a fan. Also like the ECW style camera, you know, influence of my, my kid, the, the camera thing I do for my promos is a very unique kind of thing. I it's a lot of ECW, but it's also very Mike Petkovich, who people know as a co-owner of AEW. Mike has a very uh Mike I you know I'm I'm a Mike Pekovich guy. He taught me everything I need to know about this kind of business, about what I do in the back, and I took some of that, some of his, some of mine, and turned it into this interesting promo style. And I think it's been working out pretty good. So I'm right. glad to hear people like it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, but the next match always has me torn. Two of my personal favorites. We got two out of three falls. We got Gary yeah. G. Versus Silas Young, obviously Silas, uh, personal friend of the show. Um, you know, being a, originally a Milwaukee guy, but I just love Gary J. I love everything that guy does. That dude is all hard.
1: Dude, uh, here's my thing about Gary J. I, I feel it's ever I know he's he's consistently out there, right? He's booked uh, in St. Louis all the time. He's booked for us. I don't think anyone's giving Gary J. the this not and and read between the lines. Of what I'm saying. I don't think he's got a fair shake. I don't think Gary jay has been put in a position where he can truly show everybody what he's capable of. He's got great matches. Him yeah. and Silas has been an interesting, weird feud that just kind of grew out of AW out of nowhere. yeah. And and it's pretty awesome. But it's like, I want Gary to get a shot at a bigger stage. You know what I mean? I think Gary, he has, the, he, he's like, he has a weird cult following too. Like, you know, present company, right? Yeah. Like, it's you, there's, there's like people who love Gary J and they're like, they just love the guy no matter what, but he's, hasn't been given a chance to really shine yet. So I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely in his corner. I don't, it's just a matter of like, you need a bridge. This is the bridge. The Silas feud, I think has been what, what's really pulled Gary J on the other side. And I think this could be really cool. Plus man, Silas Young, talk a guy who doesn't get enough respect for the veteran he is. And who could still go who's doing it 20 years, 20 yeah. years, he's in his early 40s and he looks like he's in his in his early 30s. He looks 10 years younger than he does. He moves like he's in his late 20s. This guy to me, Silas, I mean, I know I know from for to a Milwaukee guy, yeah. I'm sure he can he can run for mayor tomorrow and, and win, even though he doesn't live in Milwaukee anymore. <laughs> but okay. but I love I, I am a huge huge silas young mark i'm talking from fan days i got fan pictures with him that i would try to take as a as a just a little dork you know with silas young i thought he was the coolest dude and and just getting to work with him and calling him a friend today is is awesome to me every company needs a silas young in the back you know because you, you can look at all the feuds he's made he's made the guys on i mean, go down the list of silas young versus in aw Yep. And every one of those people are better for their match, but for that well, for their career because of that.
0: Yeah. The aforementioned Manders, I mean, him and Silas last year, you know, off in the cage. You know, when Silas made a surprise return at the lineman back in 2021, I was like, this is a game changer, folks. This is going to be, you know, if this is AAW's got their, their leader back, their captain.
1: It, it felt so good to have him back. I, I'm telling you, I was like, to me, I was like, man, we finally we at least got our, our veteran. And I thought when, when things were okay, like when uh, we also had um, when ACH was back there, you know, when he came back for his his return for a little bit. And um, trying to think who else was back there at the time, veteran wise, we had a nice like little group of. There weren't they're not old guys, but they were AAW veterans. You know, they were there were maybe maybe seven to ten years ahead of some of these younger guys, and man, nothing nothing pleased me more. Oh, you also Danny back there, who was a former wrestler, right? Uh, you, you guys like Danny, who owns a company, Silas, uh, um, ACH. I Man, I'm slipping my mind on who else is back there. But like, you had veterans, young veterans, and nothing pleased me more than when I would be back there and you see these a guy like Silas Young taking on a, a project and and teaching a young kid something. You know, like sitting down with somebody and just showing them, here's the psychology. Here's what you do. Here's how you know, here's what you need to do. Watching their matches for him. That's I love that shit. And to me, every company needs a Silas Young. Every company needs a, that veteran guy who can you could say, hey, you're not only working at, at a great level still, but you've done it. You've be you've been there yeah. teach me what I need to do to beat Silas Young, right? I it, it it nothing warms my heart more to see that, man. So I'm so happy we have him. It, I don't think he thinks of himself as highly as I as I'm saying really because I think of the fans like you, me, that whole room, you could boom as as style young. Yeah. But when you but you know that, that that guy put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and to get where he is. And I, I just love I love seeing him do it, man.
0: Yeah. Everything Big he fan. does is just so so crisp. And like I said Big from the psychology aspects to the promos of it, um, you know, obviously I'm a little biased and whatnot. But yeah, dude yeah. I was very happy. Uh my buddy Andy you know called it, you know, when his return, I think he's like, I think it's me, Silas, and that music hit. You know, we all, we all lost our shit, so it was a good, yeah. uh, But after it, that, we've got a grudge match, um, basically a mentor versus student role here. Uh, Mr. Eagle Robert Anthony versus Chico Suave. Now, unfortunately, I did not know much about Robert Anthony until he came back to AW, interesting, um, yeah. And I was a little late to listen to his podcast, I don't mean to put over other podcasts. Um, I know he's on a bit of a hiatus, but uh, his podcast is fantastic. It I learned a lot from from him in general. Um, and I love Chico Suave. I'm glad you guys have brought him in. That guy is just, oh, like I said, he's like I don't mean to get all spacey, but like his aura is just all energy. I, I'm a big Chico Suave guy. So
1: we uh, for a long time, I always call it like every. To me, I, I always I always refer to, and he's a friend of mine. Mike Mikey Whipperex is a friend of mine, and. I call it the Mikey Whipwreck role, right? Yeah. There's, there's a Mikey. Every company again needs this Mikey Whipwreck here, the underdog guy. He's the guy that you could see him. That every fan in the audience is seen and say, "Oh man, if he could do it, like there's hope." You know, there's, a, and it's like maybe I can do it too. And you don't have no idea. Like Mikey Whipwreck inspired a lot of people, right? Uh, Sean Waltman, the one two three kid, inspired a lot of people to do this. Jerry Lynn. These are smaller guys who. Who made a lot of people feel like, man, maybe I can get in there too, you know, yeah. maybe there's a shot for me. Uh, but I I look at Mikey because Mikey was a completely unassuming guy. He not He didn't look like a wrestler. He didn't. He didn't act like a wrestler. But man, did that people just take to him like, you know, second coming, right? It was like, cause it's like, oh man, this little kid's gonna do it, you know. So we had that. See, every every roster it's a good to have the, the Mikey whipwreck on because you're the ultimate underdog that people can say, ah, forget the bad guys, forget the good guys. This is the, the, I'm going to support the little guy who has no shot at life, you know? So we had it for a long time with Paco. I don't remember Paco, but we had Paco for a long time. Paco is our, our Mikey. Yeah. Uh, And it blew my mind when I was like, tell Paco, I'm like you know like Mikey Whitbrook he had no idea he he wasn't like familiar with Mikey Whitbrook and I'm like you really need to look into this <laughs> like you know but uh but it was that organic reach, right? So we had Paco for a long time it was great people lost their minds over Paco um and then we lost Paco and then here comes Chico you know and it was great so we go from Paco to Chico yeah and, but to me Chico is uh Chico is more of that. Like he's more of a he's more animated, which I like. He's definitely more animated. He's a uh, a lot more organic, and because that's who he is yeah. in general. Like that's him. That's how Mikey. You know. Mikey Whipper could just literally go from the ring to the mall, and he's the kid at the mall. Like you just that's how Chico is. Man. He looks like that's how he is all the time. And uh people have really taken into this a lot. And I like I like seeing the underdog. So you look at on paper, you look at six three Robert Anthony jacked. Do you know Chico is like five seven, maybe yeah. less, you know, five six, yeah. and five six and stocky, right? And you're just like, what's gonna happen here? <laughs> but but he's all heart, and it's awesome. It's awesome. And Ego Anthony again, that's another veteran. I meant I meant, uh, meant to mention earlier, having Robert Anthony back there. He's a piece of veteran who has taken these young guys, who's gonna make Chico Suave. I guarantee he's gonna increase his stock after this match. Just purely being in the ring. Look at I'll I'll give you just a quick side sidebar. I'm sorry for talking a lot, but this oh. just really helps sell the idea of what I'm going for here. Yeah. If you look back at a uh, uno mas this past May, we have Phoenix in There's a random match, Ego Anthony versus Isaiah Moore. Isaiah Moore, for all intents and purposes, wasn't anything on the on the map until that. Like I'm talking, like he's he's coming to the shows. We're putting him on. We're giving the kid a shot. What you know, he's young, still a lot to learn. Whatever, right? That match with ego. It's and it's on um I think it's on YouTube also for you can watch it. Yeah. Uh I I watched that match and I said, Holy shit, who is Isaiah Moore? Like, look at this kid, look at him go. Yeah, and it's just you get the veteran to show you how to be better, right? That's what they it's the biggest thing in missing in wrestling. People get too comfortable working with their friends all the time and too busy. Oh, for how many times do you see certain people work together because they want to work with their friends? But man, when you when you push yourself and you get in there with somebody who you don't know who's gonna push your ass to to the brink, you come out better. Isaiah Moore since that show has been nothing but up and up and up and up. I see the same thing for Chico coming up, man. This is a huge moment for Chico. Yeah, for,
0: yeah. for, for and like I said I was fortunate to kind of to kind of see Isaiah before he came to AEW. He's been through Milwaukee a bunch. Um uh, but yeah, you're right. That was that Uno Marshall it, it was definitely kind of a turning point. I think this is uh, we'll get more into it a little bit later, but I think um, five years from now when we record for the Windy City Classic t- uh, 23 in 2028, I think we're going to look back at, at this show and we're going to say, wow, they work for AEW. Now they are here. Yep. You know, there, there are a few people on this list. Um, and Chico, I mean, Chico could be one of them um, for sure. Hopefully Gary J is,
1: you know. You don't know. That's what I say. Gary J, Chico, um, Isaiah Moore. um, Conan like, and all these guys who you, you just, you know, they got it, yeah. you know, they have it. It's just, it's time, patience and, you know, putting in, uh, just getting the, getting the reps. That's all they have to get their reps in. But once they get them, it's, you're going to see them You're go, man, I did see those guys in the Berlin Eagles club. Holy shit. You know, like yeah. that's crazy. Um, like I said, man, you, you count on TV right now. There's 83 people on television who came through A.A.W.'s Berwyn Eagles Club at one point or another. You know, so, like, it's pretty awesome. Um,
0: Yeah, I recently saw a picture of you on the Twitter machine uh, with one Mr. Kevin Steen, now Kevin Owens, uh, from the Berwyn Eagles Club 10 years ago. So,
1: yeah, that was, yeah, there you go. Uh, In the same spot, I took a photo with Kevin Kevin Steen after he won the A.A.W. title. And then I took a picture with Sean Logan in the same spot. And I said... I've really, uh, really lowered my standards here, but hey, what the hell? <laughs> no, it's just well, yeah,
0: that... yeah, sabotage. Got a lot of that kid's got a lot of upside on him too. So
1: I see nothing but great things for sabotage. He's a good kid. He's got his. He's got great head on his shoulders, and um, he's very talented. Actually, he's very young. A lot of time to go. He's, but he's very, very talented. Watch. Honestly, watch. Pay attention to him. You, you'll see he's got he's like ahead of a lot of people at his level. Yeah. Um, he's 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 rubbing shoulders with some great guys: Hardenbauer, Vega, John Bravo, Big Beef. Like he's he's in good company, man. It's a really good company.
0: Yeah, he's come coming through Milwaukee a few times at least. We kind of hung out, so um, I I do love the sabotage. But yeah, just um, see, so yeah, I like the grudge match. It's you know teacher versus mentor, uh, Robert Anthony versus Chico Suave. But next, uh, our ladder match where a winner gets a title shot. Our shot at the heritage champion. Um we've got uh my personal favorite, obviously being from Milwaukee, uh Joey the Jet Avalon, uh on the main card. Pretty stoked about that. Uh one person we're also big fans of Mr. Dante Leon, who I still think and you still think should be recognized <laughs> as an AAW tag Team champion
1: absolutely when uh, you, you I talk about it every time and I still say one of these days we're going to get the championship committee to reverse the reverse yep. the final decision on that I will it.
0: die on that hill. My <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm never gonna let it go so I love um, it but I uh, also Solomon Tupu uh the aforementioned Isaiah Moore and Conan Lichen and also the asshole himself Mr. Joel oh, Alonzo
1: um yeah <laughs> talk about a who's who though uh, of of the young of the next gen you know that's what that is
0: yeah this is um you know this this match a couple years ago is made uh, one of my personal and future guests on this show Mr hartenbauer um you know and this this match is gonna make one of these guys for sure
1: I think so I I'm a big fan of of all these guys because I think they all have they're all part of that new crop they're very young in their careers um but again the if they stay with it you keep your eye on them. You're going to see these guys all do some great shit. This is a good stepping stone for them. This is the good. This is a good start to say, hey, now you're contending for you know a featured slot on the show, right? So you have a lot of um, have a lot of guys who have done some cool stuff. Now it's now it's time to go to the next level, you yeah. know.
0: And that that Harris Championship, obviously, you know, obviously everybody wants the big F and belt. I mean, it's the world sure. championship. It's the everyone wants, but. You know, um, in the, in the since the pandemic, really, I mean, guys like Davey Vega have really elevated that heritage championship and I'll look at Mr. Vega. I mean,
1: uh, Again, another guy that you told me, you told me years ago, the Vega would be the, at one point a double champion, then the heavyweight champion. <laughs> like God out of here, you know, I wouldn't have believed it, but doing great stuff. Best work of his career. It's been this year. I am. I love what Davey Vega has done this year. It's been really cool. Shit. Um, he's done tv this year also we got him on impact you know representing aaw so that was really awesome you know we yeah. we had some really cool stuff where davy vega was uh was a featured player in the game this year so very cool to see that very awesome to be a part of of, of his his rise just to see what he's on with bravo and and hartenbauer hartenbauer moved the hartenbauer former heritage champion tuna right did the uh He'll finger poke a Doom, which is great. You know,
0: but I mean, he was officially recognized. You know, as a as a as a heritage championship. Obviously, I'm a big fan. You know, of Hart and Bauer, so so hopefully we get to get him on soon. But uh, before, um, and actually, David, you know, we'll get uh, before we go to the high, uh, the main event. We do have a bunch of people that don't have matches yet, but are uh, we do know the tag team titles will be defended. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russ and Shaq will they'll if they have anyone that's willing to pay, face them. Uh, Levi Everett said heritage champion. Yep. Um, somebody else that has really, I mean, basically gotten over just on sheer willpower. Yep. You know, I mean, where else in the world can you get a churning champ? Except.
1: <laughs> you know, Levi's another one, man. Have you, have you seen these promos? Because he's intense, man. He is an intense talker. He's an intense guy. Actually. They thinks he's a real nice guy real soft guy. He's not. He's a pretty mean son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously the
0: AEW <laughs> Women's Champion. I was so happy that finally happened. Sierra um, Hart and Ballard, um, former Jim Lyman Warner, Niles Garvin, Ren Jones, uh, Sabotage, on Logan, Shazam McKenzie, uh mm-hmm. Mana. We got Megan Lee and Heather Reckless. So a um, stack card. I mean, it's, it's it, going to be awesome.
1: We're, we're going out with a bang on this one. You know, the idea is to really go out strong uh I'm, I'm glad because we needed we need a good show we had we had some good stuff with the tournament um you know it's it this is gonna be we, had, we need to end the year we're going into year 20 now this is the the celebration year of two decades of aw coming up so we need to we need to cap off year 19 strong it, you know we had we had some rockiness this year we had we had some some start and stops with a couple of things but we had we found we really stabilized a lot of things a lot of cool stuff happened and um I think we really got to a point now where, like, it's we got some we got some really young people to watch. We got some veterans to watch. We got some awesome matches. We got some really um, intriguing stories. And I think right now is like going into the 20th year with this this lineup. This that's like ending it with this uh, with this show and setting you up for 2024. Um, this is a strong one to do it with.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. And real quick, before we go to the minute, I just want to talk. Obviously, anyone that listens to the show, I'm a huge fan of Sierra. Uh, she's a Milwaukee girl. Uh, you know, well, my first show back into wrestling was her at a Ring of Honor dark match. Um, you know, and she str- fought tooth and nail to win that championship. But I just want to shout out the women's division and AAW there. She's got the wolves biting at her heels. Um, the hard work has just begun just by winning the title.
1: I think uh it was a big one for her to get to the title, which is awesome really really proud of her because I was there early with her and uh I always saw it and we it was a long story with her to get that title man she told she she went tooth and nail to get it uh, a lot of shows I mean again, we all know it's a show, but at the same time there's still a there's still a career path that these people have to follow you know I mean Everybody knows what the business is. We're all we're not playing dumb here. But there is still a you have to claw for your spot. You still have to claw for your spot. You know, you you have other names coming in. There's people, there's stories to tell. Sometimes yours gets sidetracked. Something doesn't work out. Maybe an opponent a match doesn't go as well as you planned. Whatever it is, there is still a journey to this pivot point, which is the title now. Now you're at the title, now it's so you have to go from here. Um she had a long journey to it man. It was a it was a long climb for her to do a lot of I mean there'd be times where I know she was frustrated because there'd be times where she'd be on the on the the pay-per-view one night and the next show she'd be doing a live because it just things got bumped. You see it on TV all the time, you know. It that it, it, it happens with TV. Matches get bumped from WrestleMania even sometimes, you know. Things happen. Uh but she what I love about Sears she took it in stride she, no matter what happened okay all right reset button whatever it is i gotta i gotta kill it here and make you guys eat your words on if i got bumped alive for a show for a month cool i'm gonna make you i'm gonna make you regret it and she would kill it a lot you know back on the main and then just kill it in her next match and then just it's just like it's inevitable at that point you can't deny uh someone's rise who really puts in that kind of time dude I, i think Sierra's awesome she's made some really good strides all across the industry this year she sticks with it. She's young too. You know, she just, she just graduated. I think, right. Or she's still about to graduate college. Like she's young. And I, I look at these people am like, man, they have so much ahead of them. It's <laughs> just on them how much they want to stick with it. She's got a great partner with Joey. You know, they got, they really support one another all the time. And I think, and I'm happy for him. Joey Jed Avalon is another one. I'm like most improved player on the roster to me. I told I said, I have not seen a guy literally take the advice like he knows when he messed up a while back doing something, whatever it was, and yeah. he got drilled for it. He got got told, hey, you're doing this wrong. You need to fix this. Next show, on it. And I swear to God, just watching Jed Avalon just change what he needed to change fundamentally, it, you see the fans respond. Last show, you were at the last, how people responded to him. I said, look at your pops on this show. Yeah. You're gaining that organic respect because people are like, this guy put in the fucking time. You know, he put in the work. And dude, it showed, man. I, I was so proud of him because I'm like, God. And he's like, I owe it all this place. This pushed me to do it. And I god damn it. You know, like I love seeing that. I yeah. love seeing these people get motivated by that. So that's another one. I'm just, I'm a, again, we have a lot of young people. And it's just like, stick with them, guys. I'll tell everybody, they're not your indie darlings yet. But stick with them now because they're gonna be. And then you could say, Hey, I got I I was supporting them early on. Yep, this, we're, we're right there. You know, just so keep keep with some of these folks.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, girls like Heather. I mean, obviously, Sarah beat Shaz McKenzie last month, but Heather Reckless, Maggie Lee. Um, you know, she's Maggie. she's gonna have to fight to keep that title.
1: She's got um, dude Reckless nipping at her heels. Uh, Maggie, oh yeah, you got some young girls who are just like man, ready to take this on. And I want to. My my goal for twenty four is to beef up the women's rostered more. We need more. I want to throw like I would. I want. I want to throw like the the war at Sierra. Like you know, the idea is to like, hey, you, you got the belt now. Now you have to fight it. And you have to fight to protect it. So here's everybody. Like, let's go. Let, who who can you? Who's going to be the one to dethrone you? Let's just throw. Let's throw everybody at her.
0: Yeah, it's it's going to be fun to watch. But uh, well, like mayor Henry says, uh, it is time for the main event, our uh, 2023 Jim Lyman Memorial Tournament. Uh, good old Mance Warner, uh, someone who is. Been part of many of my best wrestling memories in general. A uh, lot at AAW. I uh, yep. take on uh, the heavyweight champion, the aforementioned uh, Mister Davey Vega with John E Capital E. Sorry, sorry, Mister on e. uh, Capital E Bravo, uh for the big effing
1: belt. Uh, man, uh, uh that's that's a big one, man. Man, it's again like you said, man. It's a, such a part of the company, man. He, he is such a heart and soul guy of the company. Uh, I was I I always like to look at the anybody who gutted it out during the hardest time in the industry, which was the pandemic time. You had Mance out there who found shows that were that were being run that were like you know authorized to run, and he he brought the AW title with him. You know he kept our belt alive during a time where we couldn't, and it was awesome. I always love him for that. Uh, I love him for how much he loves the company, and big part of big part of what we do you know he, he's he's a guy who really uh became Mance warner at aw2 and, and and we really built a lot around him and I, I i love seeing i just love seeing him there i i love I, to me for a long time there's certain people i associate with the company they're just they're just representatives of the company to me like when i hear even even though he's gone when i hear like ach's entrance music it still hits me in the heart, because I remember these. I remember all these memories of Flood to me, because like he, he didn't work anywhere else in Chicago. This was his place. This was his home, and it was like ACH is AAW, and so like to me, Mance Warner is is AAW, and and he's one of those people. Like when I hear that song play, and it's like this is where you where, where we we all hear the song together at AAW. So we all sing along to it at AAW. So it's uh, he's he's such a heart and soul guy for me. So I, I love seeing him in the top. Yeah. Vega, man, Vega, you can't. I will never take it away from. Him. He's a he's a conniving son of a bitch. He's with he's being led by the most snaky bastard manager in the modern era. But I do, but I but I, I truly love what he does. And I think uh i I'm so proud of him it's just completely off off character. <laughs> like I'm really proud of Davey Vega for taking this ball. And being a captain of the ship for for the last several months, because it's been awesome to see him get the opportunity and say, I'm going to I'm going to run with this. Yeah, and I'm I'm freaking doing this. And we're going all in and he's done some of the best work of his career, man. Um,
0: yeah, and that and that's saying a lot. I mean, he's what uh, at least a four time
1: AEW tag
0: team champion. I'm not sure of the exact number. I um, think three.
1: I'm, I think he's on three.
0: Okay, but I mean, I mean, breaking, you know, basically known for for what a decade in AEW as a tag team wrestler and to break, you know, and you know his partner won the belt first. Um, and when listen to this show, I'm a huge Matt Fitchett fan, but uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, this is this this Vega run has been awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's great, man. Yeah, he's um, see tag champs. Let me see, he is. Uh, we got one trying to count them in order here I got one I, you know by the way people forget this too he's actually a he's actually a short rating heritage champion back almost eight years ago in 2015 he was heritage champion for like 20 days yep. <laughs> yeah the boys so,
0: over at uh two and a uh, face podcast like to give Davey vegas some shit about that so
1: yeah Um uh, three-time 40. tag yeah three-time tag champ with Fitching, you know three-time that Two-time heritage, one-time heavyweight. It's it's not a bad resume. He's another triple crown champion. with us, So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So it's
0: It's pretty cool. It's definitely going to be the crown jewel um, of the show. Obviously, like I always do, I will put – obviously, there are some tickets, but very few. I know front row is gone. And if I'm not mistaken, second row might also be gone.
1: Second row is – let me tell you right now, I think it's damn near close. Um, One of those that if you want it, you better get it today because – uh as of last reporting i'll tell you i'll give you a live report here this is we're recording on the 26th to let you go on the shows on the 29th i'm sorry 30th uh, 30th uh yeah second row is second row is like you're down to maybe one or two handfuls left that's it
0: that's
1: okay so you better get your second row third row is running thin as well so the rows front's gone but the second and third are really limited so get them. if you want to sit In some, you know, premium seats, I guess. (laughs) Get those quick. Then you got GA after that. So it's going to be a packed house.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I will include the link where you can get those tickets online. Uh, But if you can't make it or if you're listening to the show internationally or whatever, uh, we'll be airing on High Spots TV. Yes. Uh, um, I am also a High Spots TV um, subscriber. So we'll be on there live um so you can hear tyler and i'm not sure who tyler would be on the bench uh maybe trent himself here will be doing a little bit of play by play here you never know so
1: i've done a little bit i did the uh the rumble last time and i i've guested on a few lives and a few pay-per-views over the years which the posters are on my walks i'm very proud of them my commentary debuts but um yeah when they need me i'll jump in otherwise i'm producing but yeah tyler Tyler versus the world, man. It comes up commentary. I love seeing him. Tyler Bowles is awesome at what he does. He's one of the, it's an art to be, uh, to be in the booth with, with Tyler Bowles. And, uh, it's, it's to watch him do what he does. I mean, so might, uh, I don't know who's going to be with him. Maybe Trevor outlaw. I think might be him with him. I don't never know. It's a, uh, that I second seat. Yeah.
0: yeah. So if you're not going to be there live and if you happen to see either one of us, um, uh, make sure you stop by for a high five or a beer. We're both very personal. I said, we met just simply over Twitter. And I was talking to Perch, like, are you Tom? I'm like, Are you Trent? Yeah, next thing here we are. So
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It, it's really nice. And it's always a pleasure to see you at the shows, man. I'm glad you uh I'm glad you make the trip down yep. and uh and enjoy coming to the shows. And and yeah, I mean definitely anybody checking out AW for the first time, uh let, let us know. I want to know all your feedback. If this you're a first timer coming in, uh find me, you know, find somebody, let us know what you think. Uh give us your feedback online. I'd love I always love to hear what people think of the show.
0: Yeah, and actually, real quick, I um, I just thought this. Now, but speaking of people that should be on national TV, uh, the aforementioned Tyler, I am pleasantly, uh, I mean, I am glad he's with AAW, but I'm surprised he's not on uh, cable TV every week. He's really good at what he does, and obviously, shout out to personal friend of the show, and good friend of ours, the aforementioned Perch. Um, yeah. you know, one of these days, someone's gonna smarten up. So, I and mean, it'll be our loss, but it'll be the world's gain. So.
1: I believe me, it blows my mind and and Persh is pretty good for himself. I will say he's traveling the world as a referee without television, which I think is fantastic. Um, But no, I, to me, it's like people are missing the boat. This guy's already getting flown around as a referee, mind you around the world to be a referee. Uh, It shows me that, Hey, this guy's doing something right. So if you want to, I mean, TV, seriously, wake up. I'm because he's probably the best referee out there right now who just really has, everything it takes, but we have some great refs, man. We got some really awesome folks on the team. Yeah. Derek is, is fantastic as well. Derek Martha is making rounds everywhere lately too. I mean, he's jumped in both feet, you know, on this one. And uh, it's great to see Derek, Dev Anderson, another great referee. Referee dev is just, I mean, he's thin and language. Just watching him float, you know, it's, it's nuts. Like they all have their, I shout out to the referees, man, because everyone's got their own. Like you see, you know, you kind of see who does what. I mean, Purchase is, is is like Tommy Young. He's all he's all over. He's another... He's very intense. Derek is great for, like, keeping... control. He's a bigger guy, so he's able to, to hold sta- stability in the ring a lot more. Dev is just able to get into any little nook and cranny for a pin. I've never seen someone more accurate to get into a pin... Cause he's, he's thin. He can like slide around really good too. And he just goes zip and zapping all over the place. We got some great guys on the team, man. So we got some new ones coming up this year too. We have new referees. who are going to be uh, helping out. Uh, you know, they'll be on the, on the roster. Maybe we we'll try them out on live, see how it goes. But everybody's always, uh, we have a great squad. Our primary three are always fantastic. But if we ever need more, we have some guys who are just going to be checking some stuff out every now and then. So, I mean, they're around and we like to give opportunities to anybody here, you know, if it fits, uh, you come, you know, AAW is launching, uh, launching ground for a lot of careers.
0: Yeah. And speaking of which list, the doors open at six. uh Yeah. And don't sleep on the live tapings. No, uh, don't. No.
1: Yes. Watch your live tapings. Uh, tickets at awpro.com. Check out the, the links for all their awpro.ticketleap.com is the direct link. And then AWPRO and all the socials, check all that out. But yes, get your tickets, get there early for a live again, future stars of tomorrow. Like that's who you see who's going to be, uh, you know, main eventing one day. Ren Jones started out alive. I always tell people, Ren Jones started out alive. He was the main event of the show last month. Yep. Just take that for what it is. The guy started out alive.
0: Frontman Josh C, former AAW Tag Team Champion, started off on a live. You know, right. so I, I think, you know, that I got a feeling, so we're, like I said earlier, five years from now, we're going to look back at this show and say, this is where it started for a lot of people.
1: I think you're right. I love that. I love that. And so, Winter city classic is a classic one. Uh, I think you th- did. You do a retrospective where you watched all the old ones. Was it last year or the year before? <laughs> yeah, I haven't
0: I have recorded, it, but I have watched it. Everyone except for 2008. That one wasn't on the network. And I, I do need to. I need to pull the trigger and just buy it on DVD.
1: So. Oh, interesting. Okay, I wonder why that wasn't. But yeah, I mean, from the first, I went for the first ever one. Shane Douglas was on it. I remember, I'm big Shane Douglas mark. And again, yeah. it's always trippy when you you start off as a big fan of these guys, then later on you're you become friends with them. You're like shit, man. I was buying tickets to just to be in a room with you, and now it's like, holy shit, you know, I get to be pals, yeah. so
0: I my- mean, yeah, like I said, I mean, A8 or AEW superstar Brody King, main evented Windy City Classic, uh, the longest reigning Impact Champion, one of my personal favorite, Josh Alexander, main evented Windy uh, yeah. City Classic, you know, for, uh, Ring of Honor legend and New Japan legend Davey Richards, main evented
1: the Windy City Classic. I could go on for hours. It goes on forever, man. I mean, it's a very... It is a, it is a, it, it's a big show for us. Winning City Classic is, is a huge show. Always has been, always will be uh, a very important show for the company. It's like the crown jewel of the company's, Uh, the yeah. tournament is one thing, but the Winning City Classic is where it all, just all the roads lead, you know? So he likes seeing that.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad yeah. it's back at the end of the year because I'm always out of town for Thanksgiving. So, because unfortunately I did, was not there live last year, but I did watch. So, but I'll be in the yeah. building. So we will I'll get let... high five. Maybe we'll actually take a picture. I never take pictures. I really start start doing that, but one of these Let's people. do it.
1: I'm big on taking pictures. You see my social. I'm. I like taking my photos and documenting my life. So let's do that. Let's yeah. absolutely do that. So I'm in.
0: All right, my friend. But yeah, uh, let's yeah make sure uh yeah if you see us stop on by. But uh,
1: Trent, I will see you on Saturday, my friend. Yes, sir, man. I'll see you, again. Everybody, if you're there, high five, Tom. Shake my hand. High five me. Whatever. Come say hello. We're always around. We're always high around.
0: five. That's how we do it. So there you go. Do all it. All right, Trent. I'll see you Saturday our brother. Once again, a Big thanks to my good friend, Mr. Trent, over at AAW. So, like I said, uh, if you ever see Trent uh, at an AAW show or out and about, uh, make sure you say hi. Um, Trent's super friendly and approachable, and I uh, always appreciate his feedback. And also, if, uh, if you see Trent on another podcast, I know he's on uh, Two Heels in the Face, uh, another podcast I am a big fan of. Uh, he's made appearances also on uh, Windy City Slam podcast. And listed. if you're listening to this and you're not listening to either of those podcasts, I definitely recommend that you do. Uh, But yeah, once again, uh, thanks again, Trent. Uh, But we do have a couple other shows uh, that to wrap up uh, 2023 here. Uh, First, we've got Absolute Intense Wrestling uh, with their show Terror at the Temple. Uh, Shows going down on Friday, December 29th at the Cleveland Masonic Temple in Cleveland, Ohio. On the card, they've got Gringo Loco, Joey Janela, Bangin' Matthews, Vikingo, and many more on the card then we have horror slam shows a Christmas horror story going down at the Livonia Elks Lodge in Livonia, Michigan stack card of deathmatch fuckery featuring insane eight alums Mickey Knuckle and Jeff King uh Peter B. Beautiful ECW and Ring of Honor legend Rhino and close personal friend of High Five Tom and uh Former and future guest, uh, Mr. Tommy Trainwreck. Uh then lastly we've got Glory Pro Wrestling going down Saturday, December 30th with their show Final Fatal Encounters going down with Del Mar Hall in St. Louis, Missouri. On the card we've got Camaro Jackson, Dan the Dad, Rohit Raju, Laney Luck, Dak Draper, Effie, Jake Something, Tootie Lynn, Warhorse, and so many, many more so yeah thanks again all high fivers um as we always say we are wrapping up 2023 uh looking forward to hopefully meeting some more uh, people in the real life in 2024 and appreciate all the support uh previous uh current and future um like I said, if there's any promoters, wrestlers, I do have a couple of uh, wrestlers uh, lined up here in uh, the coming weeks, uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But uh, like I always say, I will be at several of these shows, rocking my Hawaiian shirt, sporting my visor, and guzzling some beer or some ginger ale. So if you see me stop by for a high five, your first drink's on me, it or unleaded, plus I know there's a lot of shows here in the Midwest Wrestling scene that I may have missed. I love to put them all over, so tweet me at High5Tom. That's the number five, not five spelled out. Uh, there's also the Midwest Wrestling Roundup uh, pod or Twitter and Facebook pages. Uh, those will both be uh, revamped in 2024. Uh, as Tom gets his social media gurus on that, uh, so stay tuned for all that. But lastly, a friendly reminder, From High Five Tom and Visionaries Global Media to all fans, remember, all cards are subject to change. Thank you so much, High Fivers. Thank you so much, High Flyers. I'll talk to everybody next year. This has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media. Envisioning excellence on a global scale.